Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. One way or another, the Senate will dispense with this, probably without any vote in the body as a whole. Uh, there's no chance at all that Mayorkas would be convicted. That was political scientist Larry Sabato, Sabato uh, with the University of Virginia. Mm-hmm. The audio from CBS, and we thank them for that. So Alejandro Mayorkas, he was in fact impeached after a failed attempt. Didn't have the votes uh, prior, um, a vote that happened about yeah. a week ago. And now he is impeached, Amy. So now what? I forgot that they were going to try again so soon because they wanted to try, as you brought up, before George Santos's seat was flipped. Right. Because they lost. They, be- they would not have had the votes if... if um, Swazi was in. Yep. Was in his seat. He would have voted against it, yep. and they, this would have failed again. And they also got House Majority Leader Steve Scalise, other Republican out of Louisiana, who was gone last week because of cancer treatment. So he returned to the House on Monday. He was able to cast his vote. Uh, the same three Republicans who voted no, which would be McClintock, Buck, and Gallagher. Voted no, joined the Democrats in voting no again. Um, at any rate, I forgot that they were going to vote again so soon. So I woke up this morning and I see the headline on my phone. It's like, by golly, they did it. And I forgot. Yeah. They did it while I was sleeping. Here's and- what, I, what I wonder. What I don't think it's a... I don't think the vote in itself matters much. I mean, there's not going to be any teeth to it. Nothing's no. going to happen as a result. It's it's theater. This ends up because being political theater. Senators who said they would vote against it publicly would now have to flip publicly, which isn't out of the question, but you'd have to have a lot of Republican senators flip. So what I wonder is just this against the backdrop of the failure to put the border bill on the house for a vote the um likelihood that this ukraine israel aid package of 95 billion is not going to go to a vote even though people on the ground say it would pass and probably pass easily if it were to get to the house um same thing with the border bill there was a feeling that that would also have passed which is why speaker johnson is not allowing either of those to happen so all of these things together what is the political ramification of it? Do, do do people who are independents, and I think those are the ones you're really speaking to here, we know where the um, the left and the right are on these issues and how they would vote moving forward, but it's the independents. Do independents or people who consider themselves more moderate and would vote for either party, depending on the candidate, would they look at this and go, because I know what I would do, and I'm again, I'm I'm biased here, but I would look at this and say, what are you guys doing? You're, you, you do this. You impeach this person, and you can make the argument that his approach to the job is not good. You don't agree with his philosophies, uh, whatever. But impeachable offense, it's not really there. So are you looking at this and thinking, 
man, do something serious. I mean, because you have yeah. these opportunities to do something serious about the border and you're not taking them, but you're you're going ahead with this vote. Yeah, it, it's I think it is a box to check or it's padding the resume of certain Republican politicians who want to say that they were part of this, part of impeaching the Secretary of Homeland Security, the first cabinet secretary to be impeached in almost 150 years. Maybe they want to be able to say that. Maybe they think that impeaching him draws attention to his record, that there are some independents who are thinking, okay, well, wait, why did they want to impeach him in the first place? Why did so many Republicans want to impeach a cabinet secretary? And then you look at, okay, yeah, he presided over record numbers of illegal crossings, you know, while he's there. And deportations. And the thing is, it gets you to look at the record. He is part of the Biden administration, um, which is policy. So I don't think you can impeach someone because you disagree with their policy. They have to actually commit a crime. And I'm assuming that they're alleging that he had criminal neglect of his duties to secure the border. But that's just a policy thing. It doesn't fall squarely on his shoulders, just as it doesn't fall completely on the shoulders of Biden and falls very much on the shoulders of members of Congress. And so it seems, again, like political theater. I don't know. Maybe it draws some eyeballs to the southern border and makes them more aware of the crisis, but it does feel like theater and resume padding for Republican politicians. So the election last night in New York, the replacement for George Santos, it went to the Democrats. So the Democrats do pick up a seat. It's 29 or it's, it's 219, 213 in the House now. That's the split. Republicans still lead. There were a lot of people in exit polling that said immigration was an important issue for them. And so in that sense, it does seem, at least in that one particular election, it does seem to have had a negative effect against Republicans. We will see if that happens over the next several months. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 